This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 52 of the WEG 2018 WEG Show on the Horse Radio Network for September the 14th. This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Horseware, bait saddles, and bed and barn farms. On this beautiful, breezy, warm third day of competition at WEG, Reese and Philip, hosts of the Dressage Radio Show, give us a review of the individual Grand Prix special and who won that. Samantha guides us through the second day of eventing dressage. And we have interviews with many of the eventers as they came out of the ring. Plus, our thoughts on the Endurance Gate press conference and a bit of tragic news here at WEG today. Listen in. Welcome to the 2018 WEG Show, your home for all the news and views of the 2018 World Equestrian Games. Hello, I'm Samantha Clark. And this is Glenn the Geek, and we are your hosts and guides to the 2018 World Equestrian Games. Welcome to our daily coverage of the games, and apparently I am now known around the press office as the weather guy. So... (laughs) I have become the unofficial weatherman of the WEG. Glenn. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about that, as we have been every day during the games. Uh, it looks like uh, Hurricane, we're calling her Auntie Flo, uh, has hit the coast and is doing some major damage. You were watching that more than I was, but uh, I know that it's become deadly, and there are towns underwater, and it's not good. It's, uh, she's nasty. Uh, and she's hanging around on the coast, which is not good for the people on the coast either. So our thoughts and prayers are out to everybody that lives over there. We have a lot of listeners that live along the coast and have horses there. And we're thinking about them and their animals and everybody that's affected by this. It is now, as we record this at 6 p.m. on Friday, hitting about Charlotte. It's gotten to about Charlotte now. So it looks like, that, according to the weather, there's a 50-50 chance we have rain by tomorrow morning. And then a 50-50 chance we have rain all day for cross-country tomorrow. Just to give you the news right now, we do not know. They're having a meeting right now about what's going to happen, right? We have heard rumors back and forth all day and even the riders don't know what was going on. I mean, we, I've been talking to riders all day, and as they come in, one rider said, you know, um, now that they've taken up two minutes of the course, blah, blah, blah. And then another rider said, no, I'm glad it's going to be the whole course. And then they told us um, the press, one of the press officers actually confirmed that they were taking out two fences, but they're having a meeting right now out on the course, and we haven't had any official uh, statement. So until we get an official statement, we don't know. And I do also feel that even, you know, like you said, it's six o'clock tonight, they may make an official statement. But if we get a ton of rain tonight, things could change tomorrow morning. And it doesn't look moment, like we're going to at this point. At the moment, cross country is scheduled to start at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. But there was also some talk of moving that up to start at eight o'clock and run them at three minute intervals. So uh, I'm not willing to Tibet, I, I heard I the no problem idea. with that, though, was NBC is going to cover it live and at 11, and they didn't want to step on the NBC coverage, but I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen, know. Glenn. We, Any, we're not at sure. At this point, anything could happen, and I'm I, not going to... I will say this. Jennifer and I took a ride around on a golf cart around the whole course today, and there are massive construction trucks dumping dirt everywhere. They're putting sump pumps in everywhere. They're preparing for rain out there, and they're trying to do the best they can. Uh, other than that, it looks, uh, it was our first time around, 
And it, it, it's really cool because it looks like a golf course converted into a cross-country course. It was kind of <laughs> neat. But some of the jumps are so unique they have out there. Beautiful. Aren't they? Oh, they're really cool. Yeah. They're really cool. It's going to be interesting to see what happens out there tomorrow. I know a, a lot of spectators are, were, are still coming out. We have a lot that have bagged out and not coming because of the storm. Well, also, they've canceled over 1,000 flights into North Carolina, so some can't come, even if they wanted to. Is that right? I haven't that heard right. that. No. Oh, okay. Well, we're, we're going to keep you updated on the weather. I just did my 5 p.m. weather report at the 2018 WEG show, and it gives you everything broken out in there and a little humor, too. So uh, I, I did confirm that there were no sharks in the hurricane. <laughs> but there, so. there could be deadly snakes. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So they may be dropping out of the Cotton sky. We don't know. And uh, what are the other ones? Like, these jumps are big enough to have snakes crawling across oh. the top. <laughs> I'm shaking like now. So that's the weather update. We'll know. It's coming down to the wire now whether we're going to have rain or not tomorrow. And the wind looks like it's going to be in the 20 to 40 mile an hour range. So it actually, um, you know, several times today, the wind has definitely picked up by the end of the press, by the end of the, um, in the mix zone, by the end of the dressage day, by the time we were talking, you could hear, you know, all the backgrounds and all the things were flapping and rattling and. We got an inch of dust covered when we were out on the cross-country course because it was blowing everywhere. <laughs> there was just dust everywhere. All right. Well, that's the weather. Let's go to the next topic. And I'm gonna get to, we're going to get to that right after we hear from our title sponsor and the reason that this show exists, Kentucky Performance Products. The buzzer sounds. You canter toward the course full of confidence. You and your horse fly over the first as if you had wings. The timer ticks away. The rails stay in their cups. You risk the inside turn to the last big oxer. You sail over the final fence, clear with the fastest time for the win. The feeling you get after the perfect ride. It's why we do what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. This feeling is brought to you by Summer Games Electrolyte. Summer Games Electrolyte's research-proven formula was originally developed for the horses competing at the 1996 Olympics. Summer Games supports a healthy thirst response, proper electrolyte balance, optimal levels of performance, quick recover after exercise. The horse that matters to you matters to us. We have to talk about endurance. They finally had a press conference today. We're, we're, we've nicknamed it Endurance Gate, and I noticed everybody else has followed suit now. So they had a press conference today and about what happened. You can hear the entire press conference. We did a special episode of the 2018 WEG show. It's on our feed. Wherever you listen to this show, go, and you'll see today's episode. We just recorded the whole thing. You have the whole press conference. You can listen to it and figure out what's going on there. And at the, in our wrap-up today, I'll talk a little bit more about that. But we had... During the press conference, we got very sad news. Well, they confirmed today that the horse Barack Obama, who's ridden by Team New Zealand's Jenny Champion, uh, was euthanized this afternoon. He's a 20-year-old Anglo-Arab gelden. He was taken to the endurance treatment clinic um, after he was transported back from the second loop of the 120-kilometer ride. So that's probably his third loop in total. He was treated for kidney problems on site, and they um, decided to euthanize him this afternoon. So that's... Absolutely devastating, really, really tragic end to what's just been a, a really horrible few days for the, all the endurance riders here, and it's put a stain on the start to the WEG. And we, I don't know, uh, you know, I think we'll all try and carry on and recover from that, but it's it's just been horrible. Our heart goes out to them, our thoughts and prayers, and it's horrible, horrible. 
Well, um, so as I said, if you want to hear what they had to say in the press conference, then head over and listen to the episode we put out today. You'll find it in our feed. Right after this word from Bates Saddles, especially the Dressage Saddles, we have Reese and Philip coming up to give us the complete wrap on the Grand Prix Special, the individual riders today here at the World Equestrian Games, because we have medalists coming up. Equestrians at every level aspire to create the ultimate harmony between horse and rider, and Bates Saddles are here to help you achieve that harmony. That's why Bates offer highly specialized saddles for every discipline, engineered to bring out the best in you and your horse. The Bates Dressage range will raise your expectations forever. Beneath the traditional lines and elegant appearance, the Bates Dressage saddles deliver modern innovations for horse comfort and performance. The new Bates Dressage Plus and Bates Mono Plus feature luxurious, grippy, double-lined leather and adjustable ergonomic stirrup bars for effortless rider alignment and increased support of your optimal dressage position. The time-tested Bates Isabel continues to give riders a unique deep seat, sitting you in a central and balanced position. In addition to the care cushion system and easy change fit solution found throughout the Bates range of saddles. Revolutionize your riding experience and fulfill your true potential in Bates Dressage Saddles. For more information, visit BatesSaddles.com. That's Bates, B-A-T-E-S, Saddles.com. Well, everybody, we are here on day three of competition at the World Equestrian Games. And, of course, Dressage. Reese and Philip are here from the Dressage Radio Show covering the Grand Prix Special, which was the first day, as I understand it, of individual qualifications. Yeah, That's it, right. was, uh, it actually just finished, yep. and I still have goosebumps. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I mean, it was really, um, early on, there were some horses that had some bobbles. I think um, Stefan Peters and Adrian Lyle didn't have quite the rides they were hoping for today. Um, just some mistakes and some bobbles, and that was kind of... The, that was a, kind of the theme of the yep. day. You could see that the riders uh, during the individual competition will really push for their best, and... I think everybody knows that when when you're riding that fine line of, of you know, doing as much as you can, but not, and sometimes the, the mistakes will spill into your test, and depending on where it is, it can be very expensive. Um, we saw one very seasoned competitor, Tino Williamson, Sylvan, uh, go off course, and that yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, well, let, two percentage let, points. Let's rewind a little bit. So this is a Grand Prix special. This is the first day mm -hmm. of individual qualifiers. Is That's there right. a war? I think they're doing medals, aren't I they? I think they're doing medals right now. Yeah, okay. um, uh, yeah it's yep. going on right now. There's a lot of activity. So how many of these, then, the top whatever, go to the freestyle on Sunday? Do we Approximately know? half, a little over half, half I think. Okay. Which is how many, you think? Uh, uh, 18. 18? Okay. Yeah, right. we're not quite sure on the number. So 15 to 20, probably. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. right. So... So they'll be going to freestyle then at that point. All right, good. I just wanted to clarify yeah, no for problem. the non dressage Oh, yeah, right, right, right. That's, right. We're used to doing our show where we sort of yes, assume people yes. are interested <laughs> in dressage. You know what's going on. A little bit what's All right, going on. Can we start uh, maybe go from number five backwards? And if you yeah. watch the test or let us know who they are. Well, so I, we've got to give a shout out to, I, we're not exactly sure right now. Oh, well, she, he has them right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, Phil has okay. them. So yep. perfect. So Casey Perry Glass is in fifth right now, and she had a fantastic ride. She's an American rider, and she had a 78.54 really super ride that horse looks great she was leading for a while wasn't a long she? time yeah. Yeah, yeah and then we um get into the 79 uh range yeah it was patrick kittle and at fifth uh, with 79 he had a really good test um no bobbles in his test he had a bobble beautiful yeah beautiful test beautiful and, yeah really and deserved a great where? score Sweden. 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 Yeah. Sweden. Sweden field a really great team this game so yeah. i think they're very happy overall with their performances 
And then, um, then we get into the eighty-one percent. This was this was quite a thing. Uh, it, it and really... how how unusual is that? Uh, it would you know two percent, five percent ever hit eighty-one? Uh, uh, your top now, your top five, six in the world will hit eighty percent. That's it. Uh, not very that's many it. people do so it. That's there's an award. In the world. Yeah, yeah, there's an award <laughs> yeah. if you hit that mark. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's very, very infrequent. So we Got actually it. had four riders. Wow. Um, it started with um, Sonica Ruttenberger with an 81.277. And she's from where? Uh, he he, he is. Uh, yeah. um, okay. It's okay. 23 yeah. year old from Germany. Phenomenal ride. Oh, he, he was the rider you were talking yeah. about yeah. yesterday. Yeah. A couple bobbles. Uh, he had a couple Yeah, he was pushing for his best. And. You can get that mistakes can when you do that, yeah, yeah. right? He You're trying to not to, but if you want to be in the top three, you've got to push. You you've got to push. do your best. You, you've got to, the horse has to show off his his best moves, as they say. So yeah, then yeah. you can get mistakes, but. And- then if you sh- don't do it, you're not gonna. Yeah. You're not gonna medal. No, so. and then um, right now Charlotte Desjardins is third with an eighty-one point four seven four on her new mount, um, St. John's Freestyle Mount St. John's Freestyle. It's a beautiful mare. And, and this he- is a young mare. I was. I saw a little bit of Charlotte's test, and that's such a young horse. The horse is what nine years old. Nine years old, and it's such a fantastic horse. Um, you saw that Charlotte was pushing this horse. Uh, for I mean, she's a competitor. And uh, it ended up working out really well. You can see that there's a great partnership there. Yeah, and she's ridden the horse since she was five. She said that yesterday. So it's not their first rodeo in the sense of their ride. Um, but I bet you this horse has not done very many specials. I think she had done six Grand Prix, so she's probably done four or five specials, if that. So very green, but lots of. I mean, it just gives you goosebumps to see the future for her. Um, and then we have Laura Graves, who had a phenomenal ride. She went kind of early in that group, so she kind of set the 80% bar, and uh, she's at 81.77. Uh, and she's so American, one of our this American is riders. Our, yeah. This is our top so American rider. So we two Americans rider. in the top five? Uh, that's top right. Six. Yeah. Top six. Top six. Casey's six, right? He's six, yeah. which is But there phenomenal. was three riders in the 81%. It just came down to the point... You know, four point two point seven, like so between, yeah, close between the top three or four. Very so, close. And then first place, Isabel Worth from Germany with a eighty-six point two four, but she's <laughs> the best. Still speechless. So she was what four or five points higher than the rest. Five percent. Five percent higher, and her Piaf and Passage. Watch it. Do it. Learn. <laughs> I mean, it's you just watch it and you're dying. So it's amazing. Yeah, so. I mean, and again, you could see that her highlights are where the count, the points count the most. Yeah. She also had a little bobble in her um, two-time changes, but I mean, Isabel was is so experienced that she just covered it up, carried on, and you know, unbelievable. It yeah, was it really it watch it. It's it, amazing. It didn't matter, but it didn't matter, right? And it, right. it wasn't and so expensive because she didn't let it, you know, ruin ruin the rest of the test. So. And- she got tens or at least nines in every Piaf and most of the Passage. And sometimes she got very close to 10 because uh, they have the running score. So we can see what's going on, which is quite fun. They give us the average. Out. but And her averages for the transitions and for the Piaf were nine, was 9.7. So you, she got very many tens from yeah. most of the judges and maybe a 9.5 from, you know. So, so good. So great to watch and just yeah. it's fantastic. That's why we're here. That's yeah, why we're here. that's why it gives you goosebumps. You really watch that and you think that's why we're here and that's what we're doing. So Amazing. any other thoughts on today before I get your thoughts overall? Um, I think just like we said, you, you know, after the team competition, everybody rides a bit conservative in the team competition because they want the team to do well. I mean, they're responsible for each other. It's, you know, but when it comes to individual competition, 
team doesn't matter anymore. You're going for gold, you, you know. So that's really it's it's, it's an exciting day and. It, it, it was a great day. It was a great day. We actually saw fun. Ingrid Klimka ride nice. her. Uh, we went over to the eventing dressage just to see Ingrid because she's a legend. Also a German, right? Yes, a German. also a German. Yeah, she's and a legend. And yeah, she's having a press conference right next yeah, door, actually. I think that's actually. her talking. That's right her talking. Now, yeah. So uh, she was second. So the eventing dressage was on. Uh, two German riders are winning right now, and um, we don't have the results. But they're literally doing it right now, so uh, it's quite Sam, fun. Sam's going to bring you the Sam will do. Sam yeah. will do that. Yeah, she's she's on that. But we did zip over to the rings. They're quite close, and so we can go between the rings quite nicely. And so that was quite fun to see. So uh, it was a really fun day, busy day here. Uh, the weather is holding right now. Hey, with the was a little breeze that helped a little. Oh, yeah, nice. The wind blew in better. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, the wind blew in a bit, so that was that was nice. A uh, little bit of cloud cover, so not quite as hot in the stands for people. Um, yeah, so it was beautiful nice. day, wonderful day. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts overall? Now, you're you. Uh, we should tell everybody you're leaving right now, and yeah. you're going to be <laughs> yeah, heading back are. to Kentucky because uh, neither one of you want to hang around for the fun <laughs> of the hurricane. Yeah. Not interested in any <laughs> no, of that. No, no, we're going to go home and uh, we have love a fun freestyle. weekend. We love Apparently, freestyles. that's our job as Floridians is to hang around for the hurricane. Yeah, so. that's that's you guys. Um, <laughs> I never want to experience my first hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> no, Phil's Canadian. He doesn't. He, <laughs> no. No. he does so, snow. Um, hurricane. No, we we actually really you know keep everyone in thoughts we know it's quite bad it's gonna get rainy it's gonna be yucky here it just is it's heading right for us so we are gonna go home so uh there's a lot of questions on what what will happen on sunday with the freestyle i don't think any of them we'll have to see um, i did the weather earlier and gave my opinions on that so we'll yeah, see we'll just I see mean, i mean just, we'll just see it I all hope. depends what auntie flo does yeah exactly <laughs> so it'll be fine i mean whatever will happen and um it will be very interesting Auntie Flo does whatever she wants uh, yeah clearly there you go. clearly yes, there you so go. uh so now overall what were your impressions of coming to the wag here we've had a great time it's been fantastic for us yeah. i mean we've said that it's kind of like a horse show because yeah. we've been able to see lots of our friends and the riders are all around you know so we've been able to stop and chat and you know book some interviews yeah. and stuff yeah. that we can bring in in the upcoming weeks yeah we'll put on the, our, our show we went to the um the backside where you can see oh, the riders. We yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, we went yeah. over there and to see, and it's quite cool. You, did you, you get can't. to do some interviews? With, or no, but you we didn't grab anybody. Um, we, so you can't see the the tests if you oh, are yeah. back behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. So, so we we went there this morning um, just to check it out and see how it's all running, but. Yeah. Uh, but then we quickly scurried and, and we're back watching tests and again. Everybody is, I mean, it looks quite nice in the stabling and it, it, it you know, there's a lot of good things. I haven't I, heard anything bad about the stabling. No, at all. no, I, mean, I think that that's very done. And, and they do dressage shows here quite often. And so I think they have that quite down just fine. So. Um, for us, we've had a great time, a great experience. The uh, level of competition has oh, it's been unbelievable. Like no, no, nothing else. Yeah. You know, like you have the Olympics, and you then you have like way. a world championships. Like a world <laughs> yeah, championships. it's a world championships, exactly. and you have that feel here. The team send their best riders, and yeah, yeah so yeah. it's been fantastic. Yeah, it's it's been wonderful. So I'm glad we came. I can't say we're sad. Well, we're sad to be leaving because it would be fun to see the freestyle and see what happens. But uh, overall, for us, a great experience. I'm just sorry you're not going to be joining us on the cross-country course tomorrow, Phil. Yeah, I think that's okay. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, everyone knows I'm from Lexington, Kentucky. So if I want to see cross-country in the rain, yeah, I can go, go to the Le Kentucky you can go event. To Land Rover now. Land Rover every, every, every April. So um, I've, yeah, walk, we, I've walked that course. I mean, it's it, it's scary for me. <laughs> yeah. just to think Have that. you ever jumped, Phil? 
Have you ever I did a jumper? some very little jumping when I was growing up in the you know pony club and all that. Didn't and your wife jump though? Wasn't she she is, has a, basically the same experience. Yeah. We're pretty similar in our feelings about going over <laughs> stuff and going and over stuff have, that doesn't fall down. I know how you feel about jumping. Well, no, actually, I come from a my uncle's a jumper trainer and uh, my mom was a hunter rider, so I should be able to jump. Uh, I got injured actually quite badly as a kid um, jumping, so I can jump, but I, something has to be on fire. I don't like it. Not to. Uh, yeah, I really hate it. I really, really have a fear <laughs> of jumping because I, I, like I said, I got injured as a kid, so it's hard to get over that. So I don't like to jump. So, well, but I respect. Is a good sport for yeah, you too. Yeah, but we respect. <laughs> yeah, I, we're really gravitated to the right thing. I'm just watching the medal ceremonies coming. It's going yeah, on. Yeah, they're right doing now. the medal ceremonies. So it's quite it's fun. All, it's all women on, on the podium. All women. Oh, all yeah. women. All women. Fantastic. So pretty, pretty awesome girl power. You know, that is one of the things that we've said about our sport before. It is so cool that women compete equally against equally men. Against that's it's right. one of the only sports that happens. Yeah, that's right. That's and, the only and sport. And win. Wow. <laughs> it's all women podium. Go, girl. <laughs> all girl power today. And win. So it's pretty fun to see, right, you so know, those riders. The top three again today from the individual. Yeah, so right now, literally, Isabel Verde's getting her gold medal. Then you have Laura Graves from America. Isabel Did looks very happy, oh, by the way. She's very emotional about she's this horse. Yeah, yeah, she cried, she in, the press cried in the press conference over this mare. She loves this horse she so much. She loves yeah. this horse. And to see the number one rider in the world, who, who's historically been number one for uh, most of my lifetime, um, you know, to see her get emotional about a horse is pretty cool. And then you yeah, have Laura. I think you think it kind of jaded after they've had a hundred horses. You no, know? I, I mean, think, but, but you don't. No, it's a no, partnership. You don't. It's still a partnership. Yeah, Heart and yeah. soul, everyday training. You got to yeah. love it to be doing this. So and this horse was injured and, and is you know rehabbed and. Came then you back. have yeah, yeah came back. All right, so who got silver again? Laura Graves Laura from Graves America. America. Yeah, yes, America. that's pretty amazing that she did. And then Charlotte Dijardin, her new mount. So do you uh, think that this new horse of Charlotte's is going to be uh, clipping at all their heels over the next couple of years if stays yeah. healthy oh, and everything? Oh, absolutely. She already, she already absolutely. Is. She, like <laughs> I said, she's Grand a competitor. Prix. She's going to mm-hmm. train and, you know, go home and train and come back for the, whatever the next championships is. And I think yeah. it's going to be exciting. Yeah. So thank you both. You're for welcome. joining us. It's a Dressage Radio show on the Horse Radio Network. You can go to, go to dressageradio.com or find them on the Horse Radio Network app, iOS or Android. Just search for Horse Radio Network. It's free and it's easy to use. So you can look for some of these uh, competitors coming up on the show in the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. They'll be getting them on. That's what they do. And they also, <laughs> that show's very informative. It's probably one of the most educational shows we do. You guys do a lot of training tips. Yeah, because yeah. we do a lot of training. <laughs> yeah, <we're> <laughs> on our and day jobs, our trainers and, and teachers. And a lot of teaching. Yeah. So that's what that's what we try to bring to our show. Well, thank you both. Yeah, thank you. Dressageradio.com. Hi, I'm Louisa Williams from Horseware, and I'm here today to talk to you about our Sports Vibe massage rug and the new rug, the Sports Vibe ZX massage rug. Both our Sports Vibe rugs are made from lightweight, breathable materials. That means you can use it after exercise when your horse is still a bit warm and they won't get over hot. A lot of the massage rugs can be quite heavy and are breathable, so that's one of the benefits of the massage rug. You can also move the panels around, which means that you can put the panels where you need them. Some of the benefits of this rug is the fact that the massage panels are set at quite a low hertz. Now what this means is that you reduce the muscle tension rather than overworking the muscles. There's nothing worse than preparing your horse for exercise with a massage device and overworking the muscles and then halfway through riding the horse, they're actually tired. So the panels are set at a low hertz and they alternate and they're intermittent. And what this means is that you relax the muscles, allow blood flow into the muscles without overworking them and making them tired. 
The reason horses need uh, massage rugs like these is because they're working so hard. When horses are working hard, the muscles get tight and stiff and sore, and when they're stiff and sore, the blood flow is compromised to the muscle. Muscles need a lot of blood flow and oxygen. So by relaxing the muscle, get the blood flow back into the muscle, help to recover and repair. The Sports Fibre ZX or the Sports Fibre Original is ideal to work alongside your physio in between appointments to help keep their muscles relaxed, to keep the blood flow and oxygen for repair and recovery. Again, if you're unsure of anything using the rug, please always consult your vet and always make sure when your horse is in a stable using the massage rug that they have access to water because you'd be amazed that it can actually make them thirsty while the muscles are being relaxed. To learn more about Sports Vibe, visit Sports Vibe, that's sports, S-P-O-R-T-Z, vibe.com. That's sportsvibe.com. Well, we're now going to be talking about the sport of eventing again, Samantha's yes. favorite thing Hooray. to talk about. Yay! Instant so, caffeine jolt. <laughs> <laughs> so what was today? Describe it for everybody. More dressage. Today was the second half of the... It's like all the people we couldn't fit in yesterday. And it's the third and fourth team members and the rest of the individuals. And um, as expected, no one could catch Julia Krauski. But her teammate, Ingrid Klimka, did come closest. And she is now sitting in second. And Ingrid, uh, you may recognize, if you're a dressage fan, you may recognize the name... She is Reiner Klimka's daughter and uh, Michael Klimka's sister, I think. So she comes from dressage royalty. And actually, Reese trains with Michael Klimka. And she was telling me there's even a Reiner Klimka way in an Ingrid Klimka Avenue or something at their <laughs> house. But um, So they all tease Michael because they were like, where's your road? Why don't you have a road yet? So no pressure if you're a Klimka. <laughs> and Ingrid is amazing. I mean, she's so good in all three phases. And now the Germans, I mean... You know, Michael Young uh, does Grand Prix jumping and is pretty darn good at it. And Sandra Affaf, the reigning world champion, who's here on her younger horse. There's um, videos on Facebook. You can go and search for them. She did uh, one of the jumping derbies earlier this summer. I can't remember where. I think Hamburg, maybe. But um, to watch her go around, you'd never know she's an... Uh, I'm not being rude about Aventa, but you'd never know she's an Aventa. She's, um, I mean, this is why the Germans are dominating. They are just so tight in all three phases and they're so good so we have germans in one and two we have germans in one and two and then in third and we're actually going to hear from her uh we can either put it in now or we can get it yeah, later yeah we can put it in now. We can listen to her right now is one of my favorite british riders she's a young i mean i say young up and coming but it, you know it takes years to get to where she is but for relatively speaking i mean if you compare her to you know like Tina Cook, no offense, Tina Cook, who's my age, but if you compare to Tina, you know, she's uh, called Ros Cantor. She's on, she's a tiny little girl and she rides this enormous horse called All Star B. And um, she is as cool as ice under pressure. She's a, she's quite fair complexioned and, you know, very British looking. So when she came out, she came to Great Meadows and did the, um, Right before the Olympics in Rio, no, no, yeah, right before the Olympics in Rio, she came and did the test event at Great Meadows. And it was very, very hot and humid there. And it was funny because all the Brits came out. And we were like worried about them, thinking like they're going to die. You know, it's so hot and humid. And they were like, oh, my God, we love it. And they were stripping off all their clothes, and, you know, dr sweat dripping off them. And the same thing today. She um, came out of the arena. Her face was bright red because she's, you know, but, and, um, but she was fantastic. And she said, you know, All Star B is such a professional now at this level. And for three or four years now, he's 
he's been really good. And it's just the pressure is on me to, to make sure he doesn't make any mistakes, to deliver a good test and to, you know, to uh, make, you know, to sort of, I feel like I have to pay back, not pay back, but, you know, everyone has done so much for me to get me here and to, um, you know, to, and just I don't want to let my horse down. And she's she's just a really lovely girl and, and also very good cross-country rider and very good show jumper and, and very cool under pressure. The last three or four years, he's been ultra consistent in this phase, and it's really my job to make sure I get a mistake-free test from him because he's just so amazing in atmosphere. He never changes. I'm, I gave him a day off yesterday because <laughs> he worked so well the day before, and he's just got got that temperament where you know he puts 110 percent in for me every time, and it's it's more the pressure for me really that I want to go and do him proud and everybody else has helped me get me here. So, but yeah, we're delighted. Was there, what were your particular highlights in the test? I can't really remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I just had all my trainer's words in my head. I just I, I knew all my preparation points, and it wasn't necessarily about the movements. It was about preparing every movement, and it was just trying to get one movement out of the way at a time. But um, just delighted that he kept on moving throughout the test because he can be a bit of a lazy horse, and he kept going all the way to the last hole. And normally he comes, turns down the last centre line and wants to jam his brakes. Obviously he knows it's coming, but he actually kept going all the way to the end. So yeah, it was good. great. And thoughts on the course? Yeah, I'm just about to go for another walk. I haven't walked it yet today. Um, but yeah, it looks good. I mean, obviously, the challenge is going to be the humidity and the potential weather conditions. And, you know, as, as last month ago, I, I don't know what weather's going to be thrown at us yet. But um, I'm just going to try and stick to our plan and hope I can deliver for the team. It's been a long wait to get here. Um, I think for the last three or four years, Albie and I have always had a Thursday dressage. So it's been quite a long wait to get to this point. I've been here nearly a week now. Um, but, it, you know, it would be good to go and get a bit of insight from the other team members. I think Gemma as Pathfinder is just going to be so helpful for all of us. You know, she's got so much experience in Arctic Souls. Such a great cross-country horse that hopefully she'll come back and be able to give us a few pointers on how to get the job done. So then after Ros Cantor, um, he actually went before her. It was one of those... Um, We've seen quite a few men in uniform today. We saw a couple of Italians and this very, very handsome Frenchman called Thibaut Vallette. I think he rides at Saumur and he came in in his uniform and he has done some um, good tests before on his horse, King de Brio. Uh, and we thought he would do a good test and he did do a very good test and he's currently in fourth place. But unfortunately, he hardly speaks any English. Um, so none of us really spoke to him. So I can't tell you what can't his speak French. So. I speak very bad schoolgirl uh, yeah. French, so yeah. I didn't want to go and... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you, it's worth going back to watch this test. It's always good, and yes, it's a, such a who doesn't love a man in uniform, Jen. <laughs> uh, after that was um, Sarah Algotson Otholt, a Swedish rider on Wager. That's quite an interesting story. That horse hasn't been out properly at a championship since uh, the London Olympics in 2012, wow. and um, she said that they'd actually retired her the vets had said she would never compete again and so they brought her back and she said every ride now is a bonus she's riding as an individual because she said she doesn't want to put any pressure on the horse that it's just all for fun now uh that uh six years ago she said the horse was obviously younger but less experienced and a little bit more explosive and now she's more experienced as a rider the horse is more experienced so that'll be interesting to see them go tomorrow and see see what happens really uh Let's see, who else have we got? In sixth place, Sarah Ennis for Ireland. The Irish really sort of punched slightly above their weight. We always thought they might have uh, these good marks in them, but uh, they've really pulled it out, you know, come come good right at the right time. And obviously, not you know, they're going to be good cross-country riders tomorrow. 
you, you know, it, they'll probably be praying for the hurricane to come and dump all the rain tomorrow. Emma McNabb, uh, the Australian girl, so sweet. She's in seventh, did a great test, was thrilled. She only got called up a couple of weeks ago when uh, Sam Griffiths, badminton winner, Paul Unkbrocker, uh went lame and couldn't come. So she's the last edition. She's the only girl on the team. She's, uh, I think this is her first championship appearance on the team. And she's with all those Aussies who we were talking about yesterday. You know, Andrew Hoy, who rode in his first WEG 40 years ago. Shane Rose, who's a very experienced member of the team. Um, he's been, I think, at at least two Olympics. Um, Chris Burton and... Bill Levitt and who else am I missing one? Anyway, I mean, so she's gone out there and shown them exactly what she can do and that she deserves her place here. Uh, Boyd Martin, he's still in the top 10. He's an eighth on Tetzeleg. And uh, Astier Nicola, a young Frenchman who won Poe a couple of years ago on a very young horse, Vinci de Lavigne, who hasn't done a four-star, is only his second three-star and he's in the top 10. And he came in cool as a cucumber, came in and talked to us and he was like, yeah, I am pleased. It was a nice test. The blue, blue, you know, like, and I was like, <laughs> we didn't, and I actually hadn't been able to see his score until then because it was quite, it was the first test this morning and it takes everything a little while to get working around here. So, uh, the scoreboards weren't working, the live stream, I mean, nothing was working basically. I'm surprised that they even got him in the ring, but, and he came out and he's like, yeah, I was okay. I was happy and, and, um, but you know, typical French, very, <laughs> very nonchalant about it. And, um, and then I came up later. I didn't come up till the break and saw the score. I was like, wait a minute. At, at that point, I was like, Ashley's in fifth. And he was. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard to tell whether he, I mean, I don't think he expected that. And I certainly didn't expect that. But yeah, so it's fantastic. Yay. It's been a day full of surprises in the dressage. And I think Friday is always an exciting day because they do, like Reese and Phillips said, with the pure dressage, they do historically save the slightly better. You know, you want your better riders at the end of the team. And sometimes you think the bias for the dressage is the judges are going to give out the better marks on the second day. So, yeah, it's been an exciting day, but it's going to get much more exciting tomorrow for yep. all sorts of reasons, Glenn. Before we get to tomorrow, let's yes. talk. You have a couple more interviews we want to listen to, yes, right? Yes, we do. We are going to hear from. Let's hear from one of our favorite HRN event riders. We first met her, of course, leading up to the 2010 Games. She was our Canadian Spotlight rider, and she's here on Pavarotti. And let's hear what she had to say about her test. Pavarotti really had his game face on today. He felt amazing in his trot work. I thought his walk was the best ever. Um, really good in the canter work. He's feeling pretty fit, so his changes didn't quite come off the way we had worked through them. Um, but other than that, he couldn't have been any better. I think it was his most solid test ever. And so obviously you're happy with your preparation. And you... Yeah, honestly, this week he's felt really ready. Like when we got to the venue, I thought we've really got to crack at this thing. Um, he's in great health and he's mentally so ready to go for it. Uh, and we have a pretty awesome team. It's been really fun in the barns. Uh, great support staff. So I think we're really looking forward to Saturday and Sunday. What's your thoughts on the course so that you've seen? The course is absolutely stunning. The footing is perfect right now. The jumps are beautifully presented. There's a ton of great questions out there. I think the terrain at the end of the course is going to really set aside um, the horses and how well prepped they are for this event. But I think overall it just couldn't be presented any better and really proud to be here. Well, well done to Jesse. And also exciting news, Glenn, is that uh, lying overnight, going into cross-country tomorrow after two days of dressage, Team USA is in the bronze medal position. 
And that is partly because Lynn Szymanski, we, of course we have Boyd Martin in the top 10, but Lynn Szymanski on Donna the Deer, who is, you know, we all know is the most fantastic cross-country horse, nine for nine in his uh, four-star starts uh, completion rate, but never, never been, you know, it's taken her a long time to get where he is to the dressage, but now came out and absolutely nailed the dressage today. And uh, I think we all couldn't be prouder, especially because, Boy talks about how the crowds really worked for him yesterday, you know, going in and sort of lifted sets of leg up and also lifted Boyd up a little bit. And um, you'll hear, we're going to hear from Lynn now. Lynn said a little bit, she, you know, she has to keep the crowds quiet at trot-ups because Donna can be a maniac and she um, kept them quiet a little bit. But when Donna came out of the arena, he was crazy like we thought she wouldn't be able to come and talk to us because we didn't know she'd be able to get off him because he looked like he was gonna uh, explode and run off to the cross country and disappear into the mountains at any moment <laughs> Fantastic job. You. yeah he was pretty good it's it's cool to go and just be able to rely on him to do his job in the dressage ring now um i you know he i've never had the ability to go in there and pick up marks just based on his movement alone so I try really hard not to give away any points where I can not give away any points and you know I mean there's always more to be had but the horse has so much heart and so much try and he really just gave me his all today and I couldn't be happier with him. Do you feel, um, Boyd talked yesterday that when he went in the crowd cheered and he felt that was uh, helpful for him but it might not have been helpful for Neville. Yeah, <laughs> four years ago I would have been really screwed. <laughs> um, he's, he's a little more used to it now but yes, no, I do appreciate the crowds being quiet. It helped a lot for the jog day. And uh, I love it. It gets me wanting to perform more, but he just gets a little unsettled by noises and gets a little claustrophobic. So he actually, that ring is great because you don't feel like the crowd is right on top of you. They have some room to get them settled even when they get worked up like that. But it's so it's such an honor to be riding here in front of the whole crowd. But he looked plenty on his toes when he came out. Yeah, that's that's more the horse I used to have going into the ring. Uh, no, he's pretty pumped. He likes it too, especially on cross country day. He's always looking for the crowds and the cheering. And uh, I have actually kept him away from the gallop the whole entire time I've been here, which has been really hard because I've just been hacking around in a ring. But once he figures out where he is, he turns into a different horse. So we've been keeping it quiet. And then this afternoon and tomorrow morning, we'll go out there and let him know there's some other parts of this competition to look forward to. How do you think the course will suit him? I think it's a really good course for him. Um, yeah, it's not too big uh, and size doesn't really matter to him. I think the hardest thing he will have is some of the combinations. There's so much to look at and he's a horse that gets a little bit distracted by stuff in the distance. Um, so I have to make a plan to really have him on his line but everything's right in front of you um, and with him I take to plan to take most of the direct routes just on first walk there I mean a little bit of a different plan in striding uh, yeah and I'm hoping that this hill stays on and it ends up being a real fitness track because this is what he's bred to do and who is in second and first place taking the silver medal possession going into cross country tomorrow night sitting quite handily I would say is Great Britain after that nice test from Ros Cantor to finish us off and leadings no surprise really is Germany, Germany. and yeah. um, that was after Julia Krojewski no one could get close to her and Ingrid Klimka with her nice test on horseware Haley Bob. And actually, it was quite interesting. She talked a little bit, you know, she, first she came out and just said, yes, I'm very pleased and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, there's a guy working for the FEI called Luke who doesn't know much about horses. And it took him to ask her, why do you think the Germans are so good at dressage? And, and then it was actually quite an interesting answer for anyone who rides. She actually gave us all a little sort of mini clinic about what you need to do to get better. 
I'm very happy because Bobby did such a wonderful job. He was so relaxed, so calm, so concentrated that uh, I could really ride him and was not sitting on a bomb or anything. In earlier days he was sometimes a little bit hot, but today he was perfect. Definitely it's demanding with the last hill, but um, we knew it before, so we all trained a lot, so the horses are in good condition. And beautiful jumps out there, the ground seems to be really nice, so I think it will be a wonderful day tomorrow. In good sit tight radio, Australia? Hello? <laughs> Is there talk that the hill might be taken out if the weather turns bad? Yet we heard that the hill uh, stays till the end, so we walk the course if it's the end. And we always have to be flexible with the weather for sure. But first of all, it's important that we have land for all fans. Not that they say tomorrow they'll take the win again and we haven't walked it. So uh, for me, it's fine because uh, we knew it before. We had a very hot summer in Germany. So the horses um, got used to the heat. We knew there was a hill. And um, so for me, I think it's, it will be a perfect course. Inspired or a little intimidated by Julia's score yesterday? No, I think she did a lovely test and she has a beautiful horse with a wonderful mover. She did everything very correct, so um, I enjoyed that she was doing such a good job for the team and also the other team riders gives her very best and Sandra as well. So I think the whole German riders are very happy with that test. Were there any particular things in your test that you were particularly pleased with today? Um, I mean, he's always perfect in the halls, but I knew from walk step by step I could say hold. So he closed at hind leg, he was waiting until I said, okay, now five, six, rain back, canter. So it was a perfect listening. And I was really happy that I could ride my driving eggs and keep them nice collected. Or I tried to ride really calm and uh, with lots of harmony because especially in the trot, there's a lot of bending right and left. And for me, it was also important that he's really up in front of me because I really like to have him in good self-carriage, so he was quite up and carrying himself, so for me it was a real pleasure to ride him, fun, really. I was waiting for the clock because I thought, why do they not open the ring now? <laughs> but finally they did, because Bobby was waiting and waiting, but uh, it, now he's 14, so he's very mature, he knows his job and he did a beautiful job for me, really fun. And I love to ride dressage, so for me it was a pleasure. Is that what makes you guys so good with dressage, the culture, the love for it. And I think you have to be really very precise in your training and do everything very accurate, very correct. And you just have to repeat and repeat. You have to really work on it. I mean, you have to always, even this test, I wrote a few times the test this week. Then I did cavaletti work, then test again to have it not bored the whole day. But I'm very sure, I am very believe in that you have to train the test with the horse a lot because they must exactly know what's coming. Some people think the other way around. Don't try it because they know and they will anticipate, but for sure they anticipate anyway. And then it's better you know what to do. If they start a little bit thinking, then you must really say half hold, whoa, wait, wait, now it's me. That they wait for the half hold. But if you don't practice the test and always think you ride around and it's all beautiful and perfect and it's a day it's enough for today then you don't cannot collect any marks you have to be really from point to point to point and try from each number make from a six to seven from a seven and eight and really gradually try to always look where is another seven which maybe can be an eight one day so that's always you can learn and that you can progress your dressage every time you must come out and ask what can i do better next time 
So if you have a good feeling, I definitely will look at the DVD and see the test sheet and then think what what do the judges like more or didn't like so much, like I felt. So then I must change my feeling because they give the box. So. Well, before we wrap up the eventing coverage for today, today's going to be a little bit of a shorter show. I know the last couple of nights have been very long. We've had so much competition to talk about. But tonight's going to be a little bit shorter because we all want to get to bed and be we all ready for tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I know. It's our biggest day here. Uh, my second biggest day. I really like Carriage Marathon Day, too. <laughs> so that's coming up next week. But what about cross country? Now, a lot of people have seen, most of the people listening have seen cross country. Some haven't. So as far as the, the course tomorrow, what level is is the course it is technically it's officially a three-star course three-star track but it's it's a championship course and um because i think a lot of the riders talked about being on a team that puts extra pressure on so it'll and you know they also talked about obviously the heat and the humidity which we're not sure what that will be like and we also have no idea what the weather is going to throw at us so um although it's a three-star it wouldn't be like going to fair hill three-star it's going to be it's a lot tougher than that so i would say it would be a three and a half star so uh, we were out there today, and I don't care three and a half for four, whatever. Those jumps are big. <laughs> they're big and they're tricky, but you know, also um, there's lots of options. You probably saw it the second yeah. water. I mean, even Julia Kruski said she's never. I've never what, seen. Explain she's never what seen. that means to people. Lots of options. Lots of options mean. Um, there's lots of different routes to take so you can take the direct which is the fastest route and always the most difficult or if you want to play it safe and go a little bit slower it's going to take you a lot longer but you're more likely to get around and obviously those won't be they won't be the winners but um you know the top the top 10 are going to go the fast routes and you take a little bit more risk there but um so for example at the second water there's options you know where you can jump up to a b c d e f g routes that's how long it's going to take you and that's how many extra efforts your horse is going to have to make to make sure that you don't have a run out or don't have a silly mistake. But if you want to get around safe and clear and slow, I mean, it might take you 20 minutes to get around, but you might do it. As an amateur who's been watching this for 30 years, because my wife used to event, you know, 30 years ago, there were not, all the jumps were pretty much the same width. They were wide. Yeah. And... Two car lanes wide. I mean, they were wide jumps. And they used to be, you know, wide in, in how am I going to say this, from flag to flag, from left to right. And they were also wide, yeah. <laughs> wider uh, table jumps and things. The skinniers today, can they make them any skinnier? The warm bloods so. are going to hit both sides of the flag yeah, uh, pretty soon. It's become very technical, and the riders are really good, and the horses are really good. And I think it was Michael Young was one of the first people who started training his horses at home with red and white flags to, to train his horse to jump between the flags. And now everyone does it. Now the horses, they look for the flags, and they look to jump between the flags. And it's you know that's why you want to, everyone talks about when what do you look for in a horse. You look for trainability, and you want your horse. That's because it's that's what you need more than anything you're you're not on a mic so they're not hearing you okay okay yeah and that, yeah jennifer was saying the same way with driving horses they look for the cones and in driving the carriages are only an inch or two uh the carriages wheels no are only in, yeah, there's no leeway there's only an inch or two to the cones so it's a, it's kind of the same way um, and what we mean by skinny, for those that don't know, is the jumps are just way narrow. They're four or five feet wide, and that's it. I mean, So there's no margin for error. It's much easier for the horse. You would think it would be much easier for the horse to just run straight past the jump, but they're so well trained. 
It's going to be interesting to see. I did get an update that looks like it might be positive. We watch Mike's Weather. That's Samantha and I and Jennifer love Mike's Weather. And Erin Gilmore. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and Erin uh, Gilmore actually has Mike's weather page t-shirt. She so said jealous. she was going to wear it tomorrow. So but jealous. he just provided an update, and I wanted to, as we were talking, and it looks like he is saying that uh, basically Auntie Flo has stayed five miles off the coast for the past several hours. We'll be nearing Myrtle Beach soon, and we'll take a while to make the turn and head our direction by the end of the weekend, he's saying now. So we might get the whole weekend, and we'll see. But if that's the case, then we could get Saturday and Sunday in before the rains come. But then he said, because of that, and it's moving so slow, it's going to be epic rains. Uh, what he's saying is historic rains for the mountains of North Carolina, which is us. That's where we are. And right. then uh, he's saying mudslides and all kinds of roads closed and things like that. So Monday, fortunately, though, we have a quiet day anyway. There's no competition on Monday. It was always scheduled that way. There was going to be trade fair and things, but I thought that would even be open if it's raining. So it gives us a break to get the rain out of here and then come back on Tuesday. So yep. let's hope that is the case and it works out that way. That would be a nice uh, thing to happen. One, I want to make a couple of comments on the endurance press conference that was today. But first, I want to mention Bed and Barn Farms. If you're traveling from north to south here on the coast, Bed and Barn Farms is about halfway between the northeast and Florida. They have plenty of room for large trailers, large stalls, paddocks, arenas, all the best for you and your horse, including lodging for you. We've been staying there. It's very nice. Very nice. Uh, Yeah, we've been having a good time. They cleaned up every day for us. That's really cool. So pull your cell phone out and book your room today. Bed and Barn Farms, located at Forest City, North Carolina. There's also a tax store there called Tams. So if you're here looking for something to do on Monday, head over to Tams. You can look that up under bedandbarnfarmsnc.com and go do some more shopping if you haven't had enough here at WAG. Now we're going to get to the people of WAG right now and come back with our review of the day. And now the people of WAG. And I'm sitting here in the stands at Eventing Dressage, and they're on a little break right now. And I looked down to the bottom row along the side of the arena, and I saw two ladies very, very carefully hanging up two Union Jacks. And it's been my experience that when people hang up flags or wear tutus of their nation's colors, they're usually willing to talk. So I came on down here, and of course they are willing to talk. So introduce yourself. What's your name, and where are you from? My name is Kelsey. I live in St. Louis. And you're originally from? I'm originally from England, but I've grown up in America. There we go. And your name? My name's Sue Crane, and I'm from England. And you're from England. What part of England? Um, near Newmarket. New Newmarket? Oh, racehorse. <laughs> oh I love you more. I want to be your best friend. Okay. Now, when we started this conversation, something that fascinated me, tell me about these two flags that you have hanging up on the railing. Well, these two flags were originally purchased for WEG 2010 in Kentucky. And then they went on to Le Moulin in Germany for the European Championships. Then they went on to the London Olympics. 2013, I bowed out for the year. But really, I just follow... I've, obviously, I follow Team GB, but I really follow one particular rider. And that rider is? Piggy French. Yeah, she's a Piggy French fan. Now, do you have a favorite on the team? Piggy French. Piggy French. So yeah. you're both Piggy French yeah. fans. All righty. I think I've known her since I was about five. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, she's a family friend. So, so she's a family friend. Oh, I'm sitting near celebrity then, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> so you follow eventing specifically, yes, but you're absolutely. Team GB because yes. we are always Team GB and always pro eventing and always pro pig. Pro pig, there yeah. we go. So when did you get here to try on? Last night in Charlotte. So you got in last night, you just got here. So this is brand new for you. You just got here today. What are your impressions thus far of the competition and the facilities? It's a beautiful facility. It looks brand new. A lot of it is brand new, yeah. yes. A lot of it's the, the paint's not dry, sure. Yeah. yeah. It would have been great if the parking was closer, um, yeah. to be honest with you, because I think we're going to miss the closing ceremony purely because of the logistics of getting back to the car. Yeah. And when you've traveled halfway around the world, you, you don't want to miss anything. No. You don't. You really don't. No. You know, it's it's heart-wrenching, really. Yeah. But then the planes might not be flying if the, hur you know. right, if the hurricane comes through. Have you had a chance to walk the cross-country course yet? No, I always stay off the course. It's a bad omen. I don't uh, go on it until... So she's superstitious. I am very, very, very superstitious. <laughs> there we go. So you're not going to walk out beforehand. You're just going to... Nope. nope. Now, everybody has their own method on cross-country day. Do you go from jump to jump to jump? Do you stick at one spot? What's your? How do you do it? We like to get a position on course where you can see some really technical jumps yeah. um, and hopefully kind of walk quickly across the course to see a loop. Gotcha. So if we can see a loop, that's great. Great. You know? Find a spot on a hill close. Well, we've got hills many. here. Yeah. We've got yeah. plenty of those. In Kentucky, it was perfect because you could see them come up the left yeah. and then run across and see them come back up the right. So that was really, really good viewing. I think the best viewing, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Lexington is ideally laid out with the, yeah. with the long sloping mm -hmm. hills. Um, I have one more question. What was, oh, if you want complex jumps, I don't remember which number it was. One of them has A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably there's alternative routes. <laughs> alternative routes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to see it too. Are and they narrow fences? They're... I think the entire course is skinnies. I, from what I saw, I only saw pictures. I haven't had a chance to walk yet, but Samantha Clark, our co-host on the Wedge Show, took pictures of all the jumps for us last night. We put them up on the Facebook. As near as I can tell, there's maybe a total of a half a dozen actual fences, not numbered, but actual fences that are more than six feet wide. Do they have a big screen anywhere on course? I do not know if they're going because to that, have that a jumbo Because that is brilliant. That if helps. You have them. a big screen yeah. so you can really watch the whole course, but just watch a few jumps. We'll have to ask around and, and uh, mention that on the show and see if we can't find out if there's going to be a jumbo That would be fantastic if we could find out. I wouldn't out be that. surprised if they have one of the arenas going, and I know they come through oh, the yeah. arena. Oh, oh that would make sense. The arena? Um, I don't know if they finish, but I know they come through. Oh. It's gonna. I'm pretty sure it's the big arena, oh, cool. which is to our left. Can I ask what's the ground like out there? It is straight up and straight down. You're always on a hill. No, the footing. But the footing is well established. The grass is really short. Our big concern being is the water seems to sit on top a lot. So, okay. so is it holding? Like, I don't know. Burley is like, well, they've dressed the course now, but Burley used to be almost sticky. Yeah. Um, this but is, it's been better in recent yeah, years. Yeah, this, the soil here is a mix of clay and sand, about 50-50, so... Yeah, we're just going to have to see how it goes. Now, the endurance horses out yesterday were slipping and sliding on a little bit, but they didn't have turf. No, oh, theirs okay. was bare. Okay. So we're very much hoping that all of Team GB come home safe and sound, and that we have a few medals. Yeah, <laughs> it might not be a bad thing. Well, thank you very much, ladies, for sitting and chatting with me, and thank have you. a great time here at Tryon. Thank you. You as well.
And now for the people of WAG, we just had a fun, dusty ride on the cross-country course with Angela from the Asheville Citizen Times. And you said this is your first horse show. Yes. So, and you're a photographer. Yes, I yes. am. So, what'd you think of the course? Uh, I'm really excited to see some horses jump over those big obstacles. I, I don't even know what to call them. <laughs> they're <laughs> but, huge jumps. Yes, they're yes. huge. I saw one uh, with a big, you know, puddle in the front of it about... I don't know, four feet wide, and then there's a jump right next to it, and it's going to be really impressive to see those horses and jump over them. You know, you guys have been really doing a lot of coverage about the WAG over at the newspaper, haven't you? Yes, yeah. we have. Yeah, and, we've been getting ready for it for a and, while. And I'm talking a lot about a hurricane coming up, I guess. Yes. So now you got the two combining. It's going to be a, a fun day for news reporting in Asheville. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the rain will stay off for a little bit for that cross-country event tomorrow morning. But Have you ever we'll ridden the horse? Uh, yes, I yeah? have ridden a horse. Yeah. Long, Tell us. long time ago. <laughs> uh, was it a horse rental? Yes. 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 Rental trail you know, ride. Yes, yeah. yes. Dra or, um, just walking around through the woods. Now, did you ask for this assignment or were you assigned this assignment? I was assigned, but we, we're all taking turns. We have three photographers, so we're all oh, taking yeah? turns. Well, that's great. Well, you get yes, the good so. day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, unless it's pouring down rain. And then well, it will, maybe not. We'll, we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> She'll be covered. You won't see her, actually. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, Where are you have, have fun your first time watching Thank the cross so country. Much. It I'm is excited. amazing. You're going to love it. Thank you. All right. Thanks. <laughs> well, if you haven't had a chance to see my reviews uh, that I post at in the morning the next day, they've become very popular also. I add a little humor to the day. So you'll have a, my written review of the day uh, tomorrow morning for today, and I've posted them every day. So you want to check those out if you want a little chuckle in the morning. So what's your thoughts on your day here and so far? Um, you know, another good day of dressage. I, I think so much happens. It feels like a week happens in every day. And I, I was watching Ingrid do her test and it was so beautiful. And it just, I'd almost forgotten. I watched Julia's test yesterday as well. And I felt, you know, we're so lucky to, first of all, we're so lucky to see them live because I've got so used to watching a lot of them on TV and it, it's different to see them live. It's amazing. And it's beautiful. And you do, you appreciate it much more. And I was watching Ingrid's and as beautiful as it was and as perfect as I thought it was, and I didn't think it would get any better, I realized she's actually three and a half points behind Julia. And that reminded me how amazing Julia's was yesterday. I'd almost forgotten. It was just like 24 hours ago and it just goes by in a blur when you're here. And then I think the other thing has just been the, the uncertainty. Like I just wish everything was a little bit more organized that we, no one, I mean, I don't, I don't know how the organizers can know because no one really knows and I feel sorry for them but no one knows what on earth is going on. Yes. Well, I will say this. We did hear many reports today that the parking situation that was has been kind of a disaster for some people the last couple of days improved. They have a new they're parking them on top of a hill now so they're, they're not in the mud hole anymore. Good. They improved the bus lanes and apparently no, nobody had very much weight today. So apparently the parking has improved. I also wanted to mention to everybody there's a couple private lots that people have been trying out, and they have their own transportation, and it's been working out beautifully. So if you see one of the private lots, it's something to consider because it. apparently it's been working out for people. So, uh, so parking is improving. I will say this. Every day, 
if there's something goofy the day before, they have tried to fix it. I mean, we're seeing changes here every morning. So they are trying to do that. They're also under this gun of this hurricane, and that's not helping anybody at all because they've, they, they have dump trucks out there just dumping stone on the cross-country course tomorrow. I will, you know, as much as things aren't working, they are really putting money into trying to make it work. So I do give them credit for that. So the one comment from the endurance meeting today that I thought was interesting, and it wasn't about endurance, the horse and hound person asked about the future of WEGS. And that was very interesting because the FEI president said, well, after he hedged, he thought for a long time before he answered that. And he said, you know, after every WEG, we analyze it. And just, you can go back and listen to it in our previous uh, post about where we had all the audio, but boy, I got the impression that he... Well, no one's bidding for the next one. Well, he claims that there's a couple interested. That's what he said, but nobody's (laughs) bidding. Nobody's actually put their money where their mouth is for the next one, so they're... I'm not sure we're going to see another WAG. I don't know. That's my personal opinion. He, boy, I didn't get a lot of confidence from him today either. He said, well, we, he just came back and said, well, we analyze it every time we're going to be looking at it. But boy, he was very thoughtful in all his answers. Um, Jennifer made a good point today. She said, you know, they're probably putting $300 million into this complex again, like happened in at same amount pretty much in Lexington. Mm-hmm. If they took that money and divided amongst those sports and gave it back to the sports, what could those sports accomplish with that money? And, you know, it, it is an interesting point. You know, if you give that much money back to those sports, what could they accomplish on their own to help those individual sports? I don't know. I don't know where the future of WEG is. Nobody knows. But I don't. It was just my opinion. I still think it should be in one or two places. It should stay there. I've been saying that for years. They can plan the infrastructure. They can plan ahead. And it's always the same. But nobody's stepped up for that either. So who knows? I don't know where we go from here. But I do know where we go tomorrow. We go do a lot of walking on the cross-country course tomorrow, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Where are you going to be? You're going to be camped out? I'll be in the mix zone talking to all the riders as they hopefully come home safe and sound. Yes, let's hope. Let's hope we uh, have a clean, safe day for everybody. And we're going to be here tomorrow night with our review of Cross Country Day. The other thing that happens tomorrow is raining happens tomorrow evening. It's the last of the competitions for raining. So that'll determine some individual winners in the raining department tomorrow. So uh, we will probably record our show before they're done. They start in the evening. but So we'll have a Cross Country wrap-up for you tomorrow. Then what's supposed to happen is on Sunday, we will have, Sunday morning, we'll have dressage. That'll be determined an individual gold winner in freestyle dressage. Before that, early morning, we'll have a final horse inspection for the event riders to make sure their horses are sound and fit and able to carry on to their show jumping in the afternoon. So th- then we'll go dressage and then show jumping in the afternoon for the event. at the moment, it's supposed to start at three, but who knows? Yeah. And I'm sure that's, by the way, if you want to watch tomorrow at home, NBC is covering uh, cross-country. And then NBC, I think, is cross- covering the uh, jumping on Sunday as well. So. Uh, yeah. So you can watch it on NBC. How cool is that? It's Sports Sports cool. on mainstream TV. That's in the United States. <laughs> that's a miracle. So thank you, everybody. Don't forget, you can listen to our show on any podcast player, uh, 2018 WEG Show. You can go to 2018wegshow.com and listen on the website or on the Horse Radio Network app, iOS or Android. Just download it. It's free, and it's easy to download. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We're getting out of here. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Cross Country Day. Cross Country Day.